and to Jesus be the glory. And God's people said, Amen. Today, a very important time. I want to give you updates today on what's happening in Israel, what's happening in Europe and in Iran. Very prophetic. But first, Chad wants to say hi. Thank you, sir. Hi, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. You know, I want to talk to you today about Israel first. And let's pray. Let's believe God to speak to all of our hearts because this is so crucial right now to really understand what's going on. A lot of people are probably asking questions of what's going on in Israel? What's this all about with the government? What's happening in Europe right now? What's going on in Iran? How does it all fit biblically, prophetically? Lord, speak to us today. We give you the glory now, Lord. And I pray that you will speak to each heart in a mighty way and bring us clarity, Lord, in Jesus' holy name. And God's people say, said, Amen and, and Amen. Now, our interest is biblical. Our interest is not political or what's happening with the world or governments. But how does it fit? How does it connect with the Bible? Because when we see these things, we can look up. We can understand more about prophecy. And, and right now there's so much happening that causes us to look up to the Lord continually. And I, you know, I think when the, when the Lord said look up, He didn't mean just one time. He meant keep looking up. Keep looking towards heaven. Don't look at the things on earth. Don't let them take your attention away from the Lord. But it's important to understand biblically what's going on. All right, Israel. Well, the present government is no longer. This government under Bennett is dismantled. And now you have a brand new prime minister, Lapid, who will be the shortest prime minister in the history of Israel because his entire time will be four months because new elections will happen now in November. So why is it going on? Well, let me tell you why. Bibi Netanyahu, prime minister for a long time and began to have uh, legal troubles, in my opinion, that are not real uh, accusations. They all hate him. A lot of the people in Parliament don't want him. And so what happened is the right and the left, think about extreme right, extreme left, joined forces together to, to just get him out. They wanted to, to get him out even though they did not agree with each other. Think about people totally in opposition. You have the right right and the left left all coming together for one reason, not to govern not to bless people and help people to get Bibi out. That's what happened. Now what began to happen, which we all knew, is you can't put people that don't agree together. <laughs> because if there's disagreement, there will be division. And one party walked out of the, of, of the you know, coalition and went to the opposite camp went to the opposition. 
So now, Bennett could, could not govern, could not make decisions, didn't have the support behind them. And the government now has dismantled. The coalition has dismantled. And now there's an interim government that is running things for the next four months till elections happen. Will BB be back in power? I think so. Why? Well, for a number of reasons. Number one, he's the strongest leader, has been for a long time. Number two, his legal troubles are being dismantled by themselves because uh, what they accused him of is not uh, holding, it's not sticking, it's not staying. He's uh, being uh, liberated from the accusations. And more and more Israelis now are seeing the difference with the last 12 months. More people died inside Israel in the last 12 months than under Bibi the whole time he was prime minister. So there are problems inside Israel, uh, economical problems and other problems that did not exist when Bibi was prime minister. People are very troubled. I just spoke to uh, one of our wonderful partners in Israel. She's still there with her husband and family. She said, everywhere you go, that's all they talk about, how they're all so unhappy with the present government and what was going on and they're all happy now that it's all gone and they're all looking forward to the future but it's still very tight it's going to be very tight I do think Bibi will win because that's probably what's going to be best for Israel but we have to pray now um, one other thing and then I'll show you the connection prophetically um, the enemies of Israel, the enemies of Israel, uh, right now have a, have a chance to weaken Israel because of their position politically, meaning politically, no head, nobody in control, in their eyes anyways, in the eyes of people that don't, don't want to see Israel survive. They're enemies of Israel. So we have to pray that the Lord will protect Israel for the next few months from anything new coming up against them from their enemies. Now, at the same time, I must say, there are some amazing things that are happening that began happening under Bibi. For example, the, the Israelis are now selling gas to Europe. They're selling gas to Lebanon through Egypt and Jordan, strengthening the ties with the Egyptians and the Jordanians because the Lebanese don't want to buy the uh, gas straight from Israel. So Israel sells it to Egypt. They take the tag off and put, they, they take the name of Israel off, put their own name on it, through Jordan to Lebanon, meaning Jordan and Egypt are now needing Israel more. Wow. It's strengthening the unity of the Arab world with Israel. Incredible moment for, for Israel. And that is prophetic because it ties in with Ezekiel 38, that those nations will stand with Israel when Israel is attacked later by Iran and the allies of Iran, Russia included. 
Now, prophetically, when Bibi gets in, and I believe he will, and I'm praying that he, that he will, uh, things are going to start lining up uh, much stronger, much better for Israel. Things are going to be changing to the better for Israel. Because, see, the Bible says uh, when Israel gets attacked, they, they, will, they will be living in security. And there is no security right now. In fact, there's less security right now, less in the last 12 months than, than people have seen in years. Israel is less secure. So fulfillment of prophecy is important because it says that the war with Gog and Magog will happen at a time of security. And there's no one that can bring security more than Benjamin Netanyahu to Israel. And you know, I know, I know the man. Uh, in fact, uh, he and I have been quite friendly over the last few years. When I was with him the last time, the one thing he said to me, pray for me, Benny. He is a spiritual man, sweet people. He holds Bible studies in his house. Did you know that? I didn't, sir. Yeah. He has Bible studies in his home. And he is a dear friend. He and his wife are dear friends to a very close friend to me in Israel. But Bibi himself, I've met him more than once and talked to him on the phone more than once. And I can tell you, he's a good man, smart man, and spiritual man. Not saved, but he's a spiritual man. Now, there are not many Israelis that I know that have Bible studies in their homes, but he does. So pray that God will really have his way and have his will. Number two, Europe. Europe uh, could have a war. I think they're very close to a war if things don't change with Lithuania. Because the only avenue to the Baltic Sea now is, is somewhat close to them. It's the only area with warm water that they can go to and, and have a lot of their shippings and so forth. So think about even in the winter, they can still use that, that part of, of, of Europe. So now, because of the sanctions and all that's going on, they are limited in their ability to transfer goods. Well, that's an act of war. I remember back in 1967 when Abdel Nasser blocked the strait down there to a lot. Uh, it caused a war in 67. That's what caused it. Because it's an act of war when you block shipping where people cannot get oil and food and things that they need to live and survive. And now the same thing is happening basically in a, in a limited way with Russia. And no leader in the right mind will allow that. So we need to pray that that war will not happen, that things will, you know, kind of uh, settle down and peace will come between them. And the situation with the Ukraine is not going away for a while. So a war uh, is not uh, dismissed yet. A European war could, could very well happen. I don't believe it will include the United States. Because I don't think Biden will allow that. I don't think Biden will allow the U.S. to get muddled into a European war. So, again, this is all my opinion. I'm not saying, thus saith the Lord, you know. Uh, 
Iran, Iran now is accelerating its nuclear program. They are using new technology that can give them a nuclear bomb very quickly. And if that happens, saints, and the world is trying to stop them, but if that happens, oh, the picture will change uh, very dangerously for the whole world. And then there will be a war between Israel and Iran because they will have to stop them. The Israelis have the Masada mentality. You know what I mean by the Masada mentality? Okay, because if you don't, then many don't. Uh, back 2,000 years ago when the Romans uh, attacked Masada, where the Jews were hiding in Masada, they committed suicide rather than become enslaved to Roman authorities. So today, when anyone, uh, any soldier in the army before they begin service, they go to Masada and say, never again. They, they make a vow, never again. And the Holocaust, because of the Holocaust, Israel will not allow the Jewish people again to go through another Holocaust. So you got two things that is in the psyche of every Israeli. Masada, 2,000 years ago, the Holocaust. And these things is what uh, almost caused a nuclear war in 1973 when Golda Meir almost pushed the nuclear button and a, a nuclear war could have happened in 1973 during the October War when the Egyptians and Syrians attacked Israel and uh, Israel failed in their intelligence, in their ability to, to see that there's, there's war coming. They only found, uh, literally, literally found out only hours before the war began. So they were, they were unprepared. And so that had said at the time they lost their balance. So losing your balance is extremely dangerous. And they were losing planes because of the SAM missiles that were shot against the Israeli Air Force and the Sinai. And it was Nixon that saved them. Really? Richard Nixon, absolutely, that sent weaponry to Israel to save Israel. And, and Golda basically was saying, if you don't help me, I'm gonna push I'm gonna push the button. There's a whole program on it called Golda's Balcony. You need to see it. Golda's Balcony. It was a very, very uh, riveting uh, uh, program that shows you really what happened in 1973. Well, now Israel is facing a more dangerous enemy than the Egyptians and the Syrians. Them and Egypt now have peace. There's no peace with Syria, of course, and Israel, but there's peace between the Egyptians, and now they're actually working together. Imagine that. So, so if things don't calm down with Iran and uh, the, the Western powers and Europe and the US and so on will not be able to come to any agreement with Iran, there will be war. Now, where does this put prophecy? Well, we know the Lord said when you see these things, remember that, that the Lord said there will be such restlessness nation rising against nation and so forth a time of perplexity 
their hearts failing for fear. It's happening right now. I know you know it, but now it's going to accelerate. And all I'm praying for is extra time that God would be gracious to us to extend that time of peace that we can get the job done, the gospel out. People today are frightened. There's a lot happening in our country, in America, where we need time now to reawaken our young people to the gospel. Many are leaving the faith. Many are leaving the church. And you know, when you look at prophecy and you look at current events, you have to kind of realize God will have his way, but it's all about timing. It's all about timing. And we, the church, have been given the authority in prayer to pray that the right timing will happen. Not the enemy's timing, God's timing. See, Satan would want nothing. Think about this. What he really wants, what he really wants is that prophecy be fulfilled before its time. No, it's not going to happen. Why? Because it will destroy God's plan. It's all about timing when it comes to prophecy. In due time, Jesus came. In due time, Paul the Apostle was visited. In due time, things happened in the past and still do happen. Always in due time. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, you know, the Holy Spirit fell. Everything is about timing when it comes to God's kingdom. And what Satan tried to do with the Tower of Babel is basically accelerate prophecy to, to destroy God's due time. And the, and, and the Lord came and did what? Brought Babel, confusion into Babel. And the nations were dispersed. Why? Because had they stayed together, one language, the devil would have used that to bring about things that were not uh, to happen yet on earth. You have to understand that. It's very important that we understand that. The Tower of Babel was the first time Satan tried to change the timing on God, but he failed. But he hasn't only tried one time, he's tried other times in history, in history. So we have to, to pay attention now to what's, what's being said, what's being done in the nations because the devil is trying to cause things to happen before their time. Example, that war, Gog and Magog could happen. Well, it's not going to, but what he wants is before it's time. It's not going to happen. It must happen on time, in due time. But it's, it's, it's prayer that changes things, people. We cooperate in prayer with God and say, no, not yet. In Jesus' name, no. And then things are delayed. So our prayer has a lot to do with what's going on on the earth. That's why we need to pray. All right, let me give you a great example. Daniel, he, re he realized God's timing for Israel to leave Babylon. And he prayed, right? What happened when he prayed? Evil forces tried to stop it. Don't you remember? The prince of Persia and Grisha were trying to stop it. And that was the only time in the Bible where you see that happening, where you even read about it. Because the devil was trying to delay it. He did not want the 70 years to bring about the fulfillment of prophecy. He's always trying to interfere in, in the timing of God. 
Does this help? Yeah. Yeah. So, so right now we need to pray that only God's timing will happen, not, not the enemy's timing. So this is what's, what is going on. I want to add just one more thing that I think is vitally important to all this inside Israel, inside Europe, inside uh, Iran, Saudi Arabia. Peace is going to happen between Israel and the Saudis. It's going to happen soon. There's a lot of cooperation right now between the Saudis and the Israelis. Take my word for it. There's a lot of talk. There's are, there are secrets, talks happening now that is worrying Iran and the enemies of Israel. They want to destroy that. Because when Saudi Arabia makes peace with Israel, it's over for the enemies of Israel. Really? Absolutely. Because Saudi Arabia today is the wealthiest and strongest Arab nation. Economically, I'm speaking. Economically, the strongest Arab nation is Saudi Arabia. So if the Saudis make peace, well, I shouldn't say if, when they make peace with Israel, it will completely change the map of the entire Arab Middle East map will be changed. Israel now can live in security and prosperity as a result of peace with Saudi Arabia. And the Saudis now, under the crown prince, are changing everything within Saudi Arabia. Israel has given them technology to change the desert into a beautiful place. And so you mentioned that Saudi Arabia would then allow them to have peace and security, then that would then that would trigger... Yeah, but now remember, remember, Ezekiel's war must happen during a time of great security for Israel. There is no security now. And it cannot happen without the Saudis. So that would be a big trigger. Big trigger. So the devil is trying to cause this war to happen now or soon when it's not time yet. You see that? Yeah. Okay. I want everyone to understand what I'm talking about. So right now, pray that peace will happen between Israel and Saudi Arabia. And I don't think it's going to happen till the new government is formed after November 1. So I'm going to Israel in September for one reason. I want to, I want to go there and pray. I want to do live uh, telecasts with you on social media, live times from Israel. And I'll be talking to some very powerful people when I'm there and probably some of it will be actually live, so you'll see it. So I'm going to be there early September for a week. And I want you to just pray that the Lord will, will protect the nation and protect his people right now. And there's an amazing move of God inside Israel. I'm so excited. I'm going to go meet with some of the precious people of God that God is using today. It's going to be a very exciting time for me. But Lord, we thank you. Come on, let's just believe him. Lord, we thank you that everything will happen on your calendar, on your time. Protect, Lord, not only your plan, but your people, as you always have. We give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. And God's people said, Amen. Now, Daniel, the prophet, understood what he just talked about. That's why he prayed that God's plan be fulfilled by reading Jeremiah. 
he realized we need to pray to fulfill it, otherwise it will not be fulfilled. Because remember, prayer fulfills prophecy. Without prayer, prophecy will not be fulfilled on time. Okay? Well, I hope you enjoy this, and please share this with friends. And I, you know, I'll keep more, you know, I'll keep coming back to you more and more and sharing more updates with you because there's so much happening right now, especially in the next four months. It's going to be a very, oh, wow, a lot of things will be changing and yeah. happening. And we need that because we all see the, the stories on the apps, but we, don't, we need someone to help us connect the dots. Well, I mean, I can do my part in helping. I don't know if I'm helping with everything people want to know, with everything you want to know. I'll give you as much as I can. But I'm, you know, I read the post every day. I look at news from Israel every day, and I know my Bible, and I can put it together. So, all right, it's time to give to the Lord's work. And uh, you can give on the platform you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benin.org, or you can simply text BHM45777. Help me expand my reach on social media. We're going to be working soon with some professionals that can help us expand our numbers. I know we've grown tremendously on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube organically we've grown and now we want to bring some people in that can really help us even develop that and reach more people for the Lord and we're now back on on uh, God TV by the way uh, on Wednesdays once a week and we're already on what was let's see and now we have another network and there's others who are carrying us for free in Europe especially so help me keep doing what God has come to do and join me for the healing service this Friday. We're going to have a healing service live. So I pray you'll be with us. Much love. And by the way, if, if you want to come, uh, you can just uh, call or uh, actually just go online and get hold of our, our people if you live in the area. Okay. Much love to you. I'll see you tomorrow. And thank you for standing with us. Bye-bye.